Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast from Absolute Radio. I'm Matt Ford. Dyson's away. I'm delighted to be joined today by Jake Lambert. And Jake, what a privilege to broadcast together. Oh, it was great fun, wasn't it? We've never hung out for this long. Actually, once we had a few drinks in Surbiton. We did. What game was on? We went to a pub called The Black Lion. Yes. And we, it was really hot. And it was late at night. I remember it being dark. Maybe it was winter time. Yeah, I think it was winter. Was it Man United Spurs? I, I kind of remember. I don't think it was Tottenham. I don't. I feel. I remember feeling quite at ease. <laughs> <laughs> there was no eyebrow brushing. Oh well, a teaser as to what you're about to enjoy. <laughs> this show, really. I mean, some of the stuff we talked about today. Who would you set a bull loose on? <laughs> eyebrow brushing. A bit of nose picking. Trigger warning. Yes. Content warning, guys. For Ruth from Glasgow. Yeah. If you uh, are prone to boke, then um, this may uh, trigger that. Also, if you're a fan of Chris Miles, can Ooh. I apologise? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have certainly raised expectations now. Enjoy the show. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Jake Lambert today in the SPL, the early kickoff. It's Hibs 1, Rangers 2. Rangers down to 10 men. And in the Premier League of England, Jake Lambert, what's going on? Tottenham currently winning 1-0. Harry Kane, can I just say, now has the record for the most Premier League goals for a single club. 250 goals for Tottenham. That's incre- a quarter of a thousand. And also just found out another fact from my dad is that it's also Tottenham's 1,000th Premier League goal. Oh, my word. A record-breaking day. Can I just say, he probably heard that somewhere. I don't think he's been keeping count. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be amazing if your dad was the stat man. <laughs> that early kickoff in Scotland is absolutely incredible. Rangers still winning 2-1. They're now down to nine men, and there's about nine minutes left. It's edge-of-your-seat stuff, but here to preview a whole day of red-hot Premier League action. It's the red-hot Jake Lambert. OK. It is week three of the Premier League and someone else is delivering the opening feature. It's me, Jake Lambert, filling in for Dyson like a substitute teacher. <laughs> week two was so feisty, even managers saw red and were told where to go. There were more cries from the stands than a Matt Ford Edinburgh show. Oh! Topical. But let's look forward. 3pm is almost here and a few clubs are still looking for their first win. Most of the country's been drenched all week and we're hoping for the goals to come flooding in. Will Wolves be savaged at the lane as Tottenham continue their title charge or will the Wolves be manager be given it large? <laughs> this week sees Crystal Palace take on Aston Villa as they look for their first win of the season with a game that's very much about their ex-player bosses who will come out on top having both already suffered losses. <laughs> this game should be interested and far from vanilla. It's the battle of the buildings as the royal family take on the cast of Love Island. <laughs> that's right, it's the Palace versus the Villa. Oh! Fulham Beautiful. take on Brentford in a West London derby. Can Mitrovic continue his incredible start and bring Brentford to their knees, or will it be Fulham who gets stung by the bees? <laughs> on the opening fixture, Fulham held Liverpool to a 2-2 draw. They played well and were brazen, but last season their home form wasn't great, which is typical of them. I guess you could say that's so craven. Oh, Nottingham genius! Tra- Nottingham travelled to Everton for the first time since 1999 when oh. they beat Everton by one goal to nil. Will they do it again? I know one man who hopes that they will. Yes! Will it be victory for Lampard or will it be left in further frustration? The tricky Toffees currently find themselves in a sticky situation. What? Nottingham will be wanting to prove themselves aware they're the novice, but Everton will have to bring their axes because last week even 11 hammers couldn't take down this forest. Oh, genius! <laughs> Here we it's go. It's too much! Can Nottingham go on and win in one? We'll find out if it's attainable. 
as we wait to find out whether or not this forest is sustainable. Leicester's oh, cunning foxes travelled to Southampton the last outing. Leicester won 4 1, but Southampton will want to get even as both teams try to get their first win of the season. It's only week three, and it's tough to know if Southampton will survive. It's not nice, but it's truthful. Their success relies on the shoulders of Ralph Hassan Hootel. <laughs> Amazon's Prime, Amazon Prime's Arsenal will be looking to give Bournemouth a stuffing. Will they be leaving the Vitality Stadium with all or nothing? Oh. Bournemouth will be hoping for success now they're back at their joint. Or will Arsenal be picking the cherries for all three points? What Genius. will happen today at three? Nobody knows. We'll find out soon as the ref's whistle blows. Oh, yes! <laughs> that was absolute... And it had everything. It rhymed. It had a, a very important message about sustainability. <laughs> it's like Greta Thunberg in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're all at the Edinburgh Festival. Jake, your show Liminal is on at 7.05 in the Pleasance Courtyard every night. Yes, it is. And we were just talking about the fact that you don't like that I turn up 10 minutes before the show starts. I can't believe you get there so close to showtime. So you get there an hour before? Yeah, just in case. In case what? They well, wanted to start early. Don't you see the news this week, mate? Stuff can go wrong at the Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> you know, you know, IDing at the door. The amount of people. So if you're not, uh, I shouldn't just presume that everyone knows about this. But I had a screaming baby in one of my shows the other night, and I dealt with it in a very polite way. But they said for 40 minutes, and in the end, I was like, "Please, mate, I think you might have to go." So then the following morning, I just thought I'll tweet about it. Yeah. You know what, as comedians, obviously, and you're amazing on Twitter, you put oh, that's jokes nice. on there, but like your jokes go viral, and you're like, you write a joke, you think, oh, that's going to that's gonna take the world by storm, and it gets like five likes. Yeah, like, delete. A simple tweet saying, please don't bring crying babies to an Edinburgh show. It's like gone around the world. <laughs> like, it's mad how much news coverage it's had. I think the vast majority of people agree with me, but um, some people have started calling me King Herod because I don't like babies. <laughs> but anyway, so that is all... Ki- I mean, I've had people... When, I, when you met me today outside, there's two... Is that what they were talking about? I said, do you getting any babies in your show today? <laughs> I like, well, I hope not. Where we are they from? They, I've travelled a lot. <laughs> Literally, like taxi drivers. Oh, mate, I've seen no. the thing about the baby. It's mad. What's what? the matter with people? If anybody wants to bring a crying baby to my show, I could do with a PR. <laughs> well, it's, it has ended up being... Um, but at the time, you're like, oh, God, do, the, does the whole country think I'm a horrible man? Right, yeah. Well, I think the majority don't. Yeah. You, you, look, you look worried then. <laughs> I am genuinely asking. <laughs> but you, you made the mistake of putting it on social media. I know. Where the worst people are. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tweet in. Some people, oh man, some of the tweets I've had this week, as you can imagine, have been slightly off the scale, but on the whole, people have agreed. Um, but you've had a similar issue. Yeah, so yesterday I walked out and the front two rows, so my venue is only 65 people. 20 of those, so a third, were 14 year old girls. <laughs> Oh, from, uh, I think they were like to, like a musical troupe that are going home oh, today. Cool. So it was their last night. They wanted to come to your show. I think. But the problem is they must be so used to watching comedy on, I don't know, just generalise, but on TikTok. Yeah. So they just sat there, like, they were there with, like, hoodies, with their hoodies up, sort of leaning on each other's shoulders, just sort of watching like they're watching TV at home. So basically what I'm trying to say is they didn't laugh. <laughs> but I heard that was a problem with the older crowds. <laughs> oh, man. But were they nice? They were so nice. We got a nice photo afterwards. They ordered a photo and, and they were really lovely. But they just watch comedy differently. Maybe that's what I need to prepare for in the future. That's what it will be. That they just sort of sit and watch and afterwards they said, we really enjoyed that. But they they laughed when I spoke to them. But also, whenever I asked them a question, they all, they all responded in unison. It was quite creepy. Like the children of the corn. Exactly what I said. <laughs> 
if you'd have been there, it'd have been fine. Oh, I needed that energy. I mean, at least the baby heckled. At least I was getting a reaction. <laughs> you know what I mean? If anything, I'd have been more offended if the baby stayed asleep. Um, but text me on 8, 12, 15. Uh, was I in the... I mean, I don't no, want to tell the wrong. Sense, no. no, it's not LBC, but like, was, was I in the wrong? We have to bring someone else in who disagrees with me, don't we, if this is LBC. Of course, it's yeah. <laughs> On match day, obviously, people often have a routine. And before um, I do this show, I always have Ben's cookies, which they do in Edinburgh as well, so I've been able to replicate that up here. Do you have any routines on match days or on gig days? If um, n- Nothing really for gigs, but for t- it's certainly when Tottenham are playing, I like... Um, as, we, as the game gets closer to kick-off, I sort of have to make sure my like, eyebrows are brushed properly. What? Just like make sure my eyebrows are just sort of neat. Who brushes their eyebrows? Just with my fingers. I just like, or maybe wet them and just make sure that they're all tidy. And then just makes me feel better that everything's going to be okay. But why are your eyebrows? What's that about? I don't know. I just sort of make sure that that's all fine. And maybe, <laughs> <laughs> and then I think Tottenham will do all right. But what about the other hair on your body? Um, there's not much, but <laughs> one on top, that's fine. But it's just the eyebrows I'm going to do. And then if I'm watching Tottenham, like at home on TV, I always just have to make sure there's water in my glass to make sure I feel like if, if my glass is full and hydrated, so will the players be. Wow. So, so you're a glass half full kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, full full. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone involve eyebrows in any sort of routine before. I can sell. I mean, it's a mate, but did that start as a child? Um, I don't know when it was, but I, I used to get nervous when I was playing football before and I'd make sure everything was okay. I have to make sure my fingers are all nice and clicked and everything's okay. But then it's mainly just the eyebrows that have stayed. Okay. But uh, just like you with the Ben's cookies, if, if that's right, yeah. then you're happy. Everything will be a bit better. But I don't wipe them on my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you've got some in there? <laughs> Not on purpose, anyway. But that... Uh, is that like a nervous tick? It's an amazing... I've never heard anyone have it. I, I don't know. It's only to do with Tottenham. And England. Okay. England, that's it. It's a little bit of football and I'll just do that and then I'll make sure everything's okay. I've not really thought about it until you asked me but that is just always what I'll do and that, that'll start first thing. I, was not, I wasn't expecting such an eccentric um, Have you ever woken habit? up with a, a sore eyebrow? No. Have you never had that? When you, a sore eyebrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, when you sleep incorrectly so that the, the hair on the eyebrow has been brushed the wrong way. Yeah. So you wake up and it's sort of gone the wrong way so you've got like a, like a, like a sore eyebrow. Like backcombed. Like Emmy <laughs> Winehouse's... <laughs> Barnet, but on your own. What's the worst sleep-related injury you've ever experienced? <laughs> Text us on 8, 12, 15. I mean, I'm already worried about some of the answers from the men, but let's see how we get on. The biggest text in the one the country are talking about, currently, you and me and Kerry. <laughs> Kerry, my kindred spirit, has a message to say, I do that with my eyebrows too. I didn't even realise until you mentioned it. I do it when I take off my glasses. Kerry. Well, so, firstly, is this a bigger deal than we realised? Do you brush your eyebrows for good luck? Text us on 8, 12, 15. But also, your sleep-related injuries. Um, Mitch from Pompey says, I've dislocated my shoulder in my sleep twice. Is this in the same sleep? I mean, it does... <laughs> begs the question, what he's doing so vigorously before then? <laughs> or in the middle of the night that you're dislocating your shoulder? Yeah, we're going to need more details from Mitch. Yeah, more details, Mitch. But, you know, do as far as you can, keep it clean. I mean, I've definitely woken up. You know when you wake up and um, you've got, like, loads of wrinkles on your face? Yeah. Because yeah. are you like, why? Sometimes I sleep like I've been, like, manhandled in the night, like, face <laughs> down, like, arm at my back. I don't know if I've had a dream that I've been arrested on the bill and like, I've just wriggled myself into that position. It's um, what I hate is when um, somebody knocks on the door if you're having a nap. Someone knocks on the door and then they go, "You you've been asleep." And you go, "No, it's fine." Then you go and look in the mirror and you've got these creases all over your face. <laughs> I tell you what, I often get actually. I don't know if anyone can help with this. I often wake up with hip pain. 
Oh, right. I think because I sleep rigid on my side, on like a, in a very thin line, because, obviously this is an issue around the country, in a domestic situation, women take up most of the bed. Well, hold on. Men, men don't get much of the bed space. I'm not joining this. I'm not, hold on, be no part of this. <laughs> so I'm just so used to just sleeping like right on the edge of the bed in a thin line. But what that means is it's probably quite an unnatural position. Mm. So I often wake up with really bad hip pain. So are you, are you on your own in a bed this month? Yeah. And so has I'm the just hip pain got, gone. Yeah. Oh, it might be this then, yeah. Do you reckon that's what it is? But I still, well, it has a little bit, but I still just sleep. It's like I'm trained now. It's basically like I've been in prison where I just always sleep on a stone floor. Like, you know, when people get out of Shawshank and they're like, or like in, uh, what's the film with Tom Hanks? Castaway. Right. Where he still just keeps eating raw fish because he was marooned on a desert island. Oh, I don't remember that bit. What, he just goes for sushi? I think when he comes back, he just like eats raw just fish. Sushi <laughs> exactly. <laughs> actually, now you put it like that, it's, it's not actually that weird, is it? <laughs> so is it the same hip? Yes, my right hip, I wake up, the, the side that I sleep on, and mm. I wake up with terrible hip pain. I mean, maybe, I'm 39, I, I don't need a hip replacement yet, surely. I mean, you need a new Edinburgh show next year. <laughs> it's like the crime babies of my hip-based arthritis. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We're talking about nighttime injuries, well, we're talking about injuries in your sleep. Uh, text on 8 12, 15. Ben has sent us a, a text that, I'll be honest, Jake, I can't bring myself to read out. Okay, well, I wish I'd pre-read this then. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I feel like this has fallen on me now. <laughs> Hello. Not quite the same, but if I'm watching a particularly nerve-wracking football match, I'll continually brush my eyebrows, and if I feel a good long eyebrow... I can see why you stopped. A good, <laughs> a good long eyebrow hair, I'll try and pull it out. Once I have my prize... I don't feel comfortable with him referring to it as a prize. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with his next sentence either. I'll stick it in my mouth and chew it. Cheers, Ben. Ben, I was with you for the first half of the text, and then I think you've lost us. He chews... So he plucks an eyebrow hair out and then chews it. The worst bit for me is that is him referring to it as a prize. That's <laughs> <laughs> Not to judge you, Ben, but um, thanks for joining in with the eyebrow chat. And it is, it's when it, the game's nerve-wracking that, it's, that that's when it really comes on. I get that bit, but you really shouldn't chew any part of your body. Should you, like, <laughs> of your own fault? <laughs> but you know, like, when you see... I can't believe that people do this, but when people pick an ear or a nose and yeah. then they don't immediately put it in the bin and wash their hands, yeah, they will sometimes pop it elsewhere. Is this the I next text in? Well, I don't... <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess so. Like, if you do that sort of thing... <laughs> Tell us why, because the rest of... Especially when you see people on public transport. Okay, but if they do tell us why, can I not read out the text? Well... I'm, I'm leaving this to you. Okay, well, okay. If, if it's... <laughs> we'll see. We will share the burden, absolutely. Glory hunters on rock and roll football. Jake Lambert just rustling his crisp packet there like a naughty boy at the back of class. What's going on over there? It was my cookie wrapper. I thought I'd move that out of the way and then suddenly I could hear something in my headphones. I thought, oh, that's me. <laughs> but there's another goal in our Glory Hunters game. We've been supporting Solihull Moors all season, but what is happening? They've gone 1-0 down. Joe, Joe Nuttall scored for Scunthorpe in the 10th minute. Solihull Moors currently down. Well, each week and now, uh, uh, Dyson has to provide... Oh, what? He's gasping at something. Oh, there's, there's another goal! Oh, no, it's gone away again. They've oh, taken it away. Oh, no. Do we, what? Have, do we have the opposite of a goal? Like a backwards air horn. We should get that done for VAR. Oh, no. So what? It, went, it came up, Fulham, 2-0, and it's gone back down to 1-0. Oh, man. So I apologise. I got excited. I gasped. I interrupted. <laughs> Well, oh, but back. that's great. This is all part of the fun of the fair. 
Uh, as part of Glory Hunters, obviously, each week Matt Dyson has to furnish us with facts about the team we're supporting. And it's still Solihull Moors. We're now into the third week. So, Jake, it's your turn to educate us about Solihull. Solihull is home to the National Motorcycle Museum. No way. Which houses the largest collection of British motorcycles in the world with over 1,000 machines from 171 different manufacturers. What? How are we getting this on week three? Well, if you what? get me, you get this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh, my God. And while we're on this, another fact about Solihull, they're currently 2 0 down. <laughs> no, no, no. Colin Daniel for Scunthorpe. Scunthorpe 2, Solihull Moors nil. It's oh, just... this is. <laughs> but they will always have that motorcycle museum. <laughs> oh, my word. Has this ever happened? Have they ever. Has the girls been involved in the game whilst this feature's happening? No! Wow. This is incredible magic. Well, I can give some more uplifting yes, facts. Yes, yeah, 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 please. You need it from idealhome.co.uk. <laughs> Sully Hall has a longer life expectancy, a higher income and faster broadband speeds than anywhere else in the UK. Note, wow. this was in 2013. Just, you know, um, obviously that was like almost 10 years ago. <laughs> so a lot may have changed, but good on Sully Hall for having all that. If... I mean, I know you're not going to be working here next week, but if you could text some of this stuff to Dyson, it would really help, because they're way better than the stuff he's so been So do like a midweek catch-up with him. That's all right, yeah, just don't do it on Teams. Or <laughs> now, we've been talking about nighttime injuries, but also um, things that you... I don't know how... Parts of your body that you pick off and then do stuff with. <laughs> An anonymous person says, I'm anonymous for reasons soon to become obvious. I'm 26. I pick my nose and eat it. Because I like the taste. There the are so many other things with different tastes. Why won't you do anything else? Shops are full of stuff that <laughs> tastes better than bogeys. Surely. <laughs> oh, there we go! Where is it? What's happening? It's Crystal Palace 2, Villa 1. Wow! They've come for 1-0 down. It's 2-1. And we're about to find out who has a goal as soon as I do my research. It is Jeffrey Schlupp. Nice name to say. Oh, text us on 8-12-15. If you like that anonymous texter, do that sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, the taste, equally, what does it taste of? Is there anything else in the world that it reminds you of? Can he alter the taste by what he sort of smells throughout the day? Does that how, is that how it works? That's a really good idea. Like, if he eats spicy food, does that then come through? Yeah. Or can he, like, smell a flower and then it comes back later? Oh, that's a really good <laughs> idea. Uh, probably not, but I really hope it's the case. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the Half Time Entertainment. We are delighted to be joined by a very special guest for our Half Time Entertainment. She's been on the show before. She's always amazing. Big Celtic fan. And her show, Born Believer, is selling tons of tickets and getting rave reviews at the Edinburgh Festival. It's Susie McCabe. Susie, welcome back. Hi, mate. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. It's been three weeks I've been in, you know... Every day in Edinburgh, I'm still good, so that's a positive thing, isn't it? <laughs> yes, I think that's. A, I mean, obviously, you're you're a Glasgow girl, so um, do you enjoy coming to Edinburgh, or for you, no. is it a bit? Is it a bit? Uh, is, does the rivalry burn? Yeah, it burns. It's only cool for three weeks, mate. It's only a cool city for three weeks of the year. The rest of the time, it's just you know, Tartan Castle. <laughs> and how's the show going? show's going great, it's selling out, we've put on extra shows, the audience reaction's been great, the reviewers seem to like it, so, but, you know, most importantly, the punters are buying tickets and they're really enjoying it, so that's, that's all that really matters, and I'm, 
I'm enjoying performing it. Excellent. And, and Celtic off to a good start? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, two weeks today, we will be over the first um, derby of the season. <gasps> and is that at Ibrox or at Parkhead? Celtic Park, yeah. Oh, and you going? Oh, I don't know yet. I might be able to wind up a ticket, hopefully. Surely uh, someone out there can get you a ticket. Surely. Surely, uh, for the home ends, obviously, not the away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my but, god, that'd be the worst thing ever. <laughs> that, that is that that can be done. So, but yeah, no, I think uh, I think it'll be it'll be great. So yeah, Celtic off to a good start. We've got the Champions League draw coming up on Friday, which we went straight into. So yes, very much looking forward to this season under Ange Postecoglou. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing that. Um, your English team is now Nottingham Forest. How do you feel about the wonderful start that um, your your second favourite club have had? Mate, do you know what? I totally keep an eye out for yes! it. I was watching them last season for you. And no. obviously, on the day they got promoted, I was messaging you. And I think me and Alistair Barry had a chat about uh, where is Matt Ford? Has anyone found him? <laughs> is he crying? Is he drunk? Is he got French foot? Where is Matt Ford? <laughs> and uh, I so, so happy for you. And I do have a little soft spot for Notts Forest with the Martin O'Neill John Robertson connection. Of course. And of course, of course, Cluffy. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, Susie, like, this like, has gone so well. <laughs> I know. It's like we should be together, Matt. We should be together. Well, hopefully I'll see you soon. Uh, so many people are talking about your show. It's going so well. It's at the Assembly George Square Studios at 7.45 every night. Um, get tickets now because it's selling out all the time. Susie, what an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Take care, mate. See you soon. Now, we're talking about um, injuries in your sleep. Um, we've had one here. It says, the first time when I was staying at a North Devon holiday camp, the chalet had cheap plastic-covered mattresses. Whilst having a restless night, the bedsheet moved away, exposing the mattress. While laying on my front, I moved to get comfortable, but my arm stuck to the mattress, so when I moved my arm... When I moved, my arm didn't, causing a partial dislocation. How hard were you yanking yourself? <laughs> For want of a better... <laughs> Sorry. Radio-friendly phrase. <laughs> oh, my word. Someone here says, Matt, I put two tears in my neck. Completely out of action. Lost the use of my right arm for six weeks. Had to endure seven and a half hours of reconstructive surgery on my neck. Wow. Because you twisted badly in your sleep. I don't think I had to be so scared of going to bed at night. And you were moaning about a brushed eyebrow the wrong way. <laughs> You've not experienced it. It hurts. <laughs> oh, but keep texting at 8.12.15 your, um, your nighttime injuries. <laughs> but also, if you are one of these terrible people that picks parts of your body, like an eyebrow here, and then pops it in your mouth, please explain why. And is it... Mate, you know what? Trying to be sympathetic, is it just a way of keeping the world clean? That you don't want to flick it? Right, right. I say, well, we can just put. There's not. That's not the alternative to eating it. It's not do I eat it or flick it. It's, it's a bin, a yeah. toilet, yeah, pocket. Pocket. Is that bad? <laughs> oh, I mean, into a tissue first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what? And into the pocket. Well, if you're if you're on a then train, the washing machine. Well, if you're on a train and there's no bin nearby and you've got a runny nose or whatever, into the tissue and then into your pocket and then yeah. into a bin at the earliest convenient time. Oh, okay, yeah. Is that very okay? Se- very sensible. Are you yeah. okay with that? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm fully with that. I'm just, you sense I'm... some real tension here, mate. Yeah. <laughs>
the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Brentford have got one back. Oh! No guard. It's Fulham 2, Brentford 1 on the cusp of half-time. Oh, what a thrill. So many good games already. Already. I'm thinking, oh, what am I going to get to watch with Match of the Day? Oh, no, I can't! Oh, no, why? Oh, uh, this is like a terribly um, comedian problem, but I'm doing like an extra show tonight. <laughs> so I'm on at <laughs> 11 till midnight. Damn it, damn it. You can get it. I'm doing a show at 8pm. I'm also doing a show at 11, so if you're in Edinburgh, you can get tickets for the 11pm show. Oh, damn it, I can't watch Match of the Day tonight. Oh, no, you can watch the start. If maybe there's a... I won't get home till like on midnight. Oh, okay, yeah. But you can't watch it backstage, or you're too busy getting in your own head for the show. Oh, that's a nice solution. That'd be nice. But, oh, but I want to watch it with a curry. <laughs> don't know everything. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Well, why don't you treat yourself tomorrow for match of the day too? Genius, genius. And then there's more games anyway. There's more games. Ooh. The, can you get a curry on a Sunday? Can you get yeah, that? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that I tried to get? <laughs> oh, God, you... No, I tell you what, I, I tried to get a fish and chips on a Sunday and I couldn't get fish and chips. Whereabouts? In um, Edinburgh or in London? No, this was in, this was, actually, this was 10 years ago and it was in um, Amesbury. Mate. <laughs> Mate, I mean, what? That's just, that's so irrelevant. It, it's pointless. It was 10 years ago in Amesbury. <laughs> but I've never forgot it. <laughs> oh, my God. Glory Hunters on Rock and Roll Football. It's gone bonkers there, by the way. I haven't seen it. What, are you, what have you seen that I haven't? Solihull Moors. Oh, my God, Solihull Moors is 3-2. Solihull Moors have got two... So, they were losing 2-0 the last time we heard. <laughs> we're not doing brilliantly at this. I mean, they catch up. It's 3-2. Again, that must be the cusp of half-time. Wow, my word. game. Oh, I can't watch the... Well, I don't even know what Solihull Moors' goal would be shown on. Shall I see if I can... <laughs> but like in terms no, of like, what legally. is the match of the day no. for non-league? There'll be something on Quest or something like that. I'm sure that uh, some just the around. I mean, I don't know why more. I mean, this is just a, more goals should be shown on terrestrial. More, there should be more top level football on terrestrial. Should totally hold more goals. That's my exactly. That's my um, controversial opinion. Um, we've been talking about. Injuries that you wake up with, basically injuries you do in the night. Um, hi guys, the worst bed injury I had was when I woke up in a Nelson hold. My husband thought I was a zombie because we were watching The Walking Dead. My neck was sore. My name's Carmen and the offender's name is Bob. So if you know a Carmen and Bob, wow, what's a Nelson hold? That's like arms under the armpits and hands behind the neck, isn't it? Like Lovely. a wrestling. That's extreme. Remember a full Nelson in the WWF. And that's what that's so that's we now know how uh, her husband would would uh, deal with a zombie. Get it in a full Nelson. A Nelson hold. I guess then it can't bite you. Well, her neck was sore. Was that from that or from the bite? <laughs> <laughs> if you've had a dream about zombies and you wake up with a sore neck, you're so paranoid. Um, do you know what? I've got a mate who had a similar thing. Uh, his girlfriend woke him up in the night because he was like shadow boxing in bed. Because and he woke up and he thought he was fighting ISIS. <laughs> Trying to punch ISIS, like, what? Oh, that'd be funny. What What do you have nightmares about? Have you ever had, like, a nightmare where you've woken up and your body's moving? Obviously, there's the thing where you... Th you know when you first go to sleep and you mm. move your leg because you think you're going down a step or something like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever woken up in the night thinking, like, your body's moving like you're playing football or something like that? I've had it where I was eating. What? What did you eat? The pillow? A burger. Okay, so you were eating a burger and then you woke up and... Woke up having a bite to nothing. <laughs> Wow, that's a, what. But the hands in like the position. Yeah, the hand was eating the, had the burger, and I there was nothing there. Wow, gutted. Had a I mean, burger the next day. Good for you, mate. I'm so glad you were able to realise that dream. 
Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. I had a text and it says, my wife... My wife <laughs> started terribly. My, it's, you'll see what happened. My wife awoke. Okay, I'm, I never said the word awoke. My wife, my wife awoke this morning, fully laughing. She was laughing in her dream and woke up still laughing and continued to do so for a good minute. She told me her dream. It wasn't even funny. John in Hartlepool. I did this a lot. Wake myself up laughing. Yeah, I do that. My girlfriend thinks it's mad. It, it sounds mad. It's quite terrifying, I'd imagine. You know what? Actually, she said. <laughs> And I vaguely remember this. I woke up squealing laughing a few months ago and I'd, I'd pulled my shirt up and was whacking my belly. And in the dream, my torso was made of like a side of beef. And I was saying, look at my new torso. And it was like a side, you know, like in butchers where they hang the full carcass. But I was, like, I was delighted with it. Delighted? I'd, I'd, delighted, I'd wake yeah. up screaming, I'd imagine. It just really tickled me. <laughs> That's nice. I can imagine the laugh that you did as well. You yeah, it was good annoying. Laugh for that. Very annoying laugh. <laughs> but John in Hartlepool, John, at least humour your good wife and say, oh, yeah, that's quite funny. Or well, at least humour us and tell, tell us what it was. Good point. More details needed. 8, 12, 15. Um, someone here says, I regularly suffer seat... Here we go. I can't get them out now. Crush sleep injuries. We've got two 12-stone dogs who think they're lap dogs, says Sheena. Why are you letting two 12-stone dogs into the bed? Is that what a lap dog means? It'll sit on your lap? I guess so, yeah. I thought it was ones that ran around that are doing laps. <laughs> You're kidding me. Well, like Usain Bolt? <laughs> yeah, you know, not like greyhound racing. I thought that was a lap dog. But you know when it's used as a disparaging term for, like, often a politician that is too subservient to an American president? You think that means it just runs around <laughs> in front of them? Yeah, like, you know, if they tell me to run, he'll run. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. like I would do for my PE teacher. If he told us to run, do laps, we'd do laps. Yeah, but that was PE. <laughs> but you, but like, Not PM. <laughs> but yeah, lap dog is in the lap. Right. Oh, I've never known. We're learning today. You are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you let your... Well, this is the thing. Should you let animals in the bed? No. Do you have pets? Yeah, cats. And where are there clear boundaries with the cat? Yeah, so um, he, if he comes in in the night, he'll be, uh, if he comes up to the balcony, I'll let him in, open the bedroom door, he goes straight through and out again. But he knows that, so he just walks straight through. Um, I once opened the door on the balcony and he was sat there with another cat. He was <gasps> trying to bring a friend home. <laughs> and, and how do you set that boundary? How do they know? Well, cats are, my, my cat's very good at it. He's well trained. He can do tricks. He can like sit on command, shake paw, jump for a hoop, ding a bell. He's very trained. So I, he just got used to when I open that door, I open that door, and he goes through. Really cool. Yeah. So you never let the cat into the bed? During the day, an, an extra blanket goes over and he sleeps on the bottom left corner of that. He loves that. But okay. in the night, he just knows no. And why don't you want the cat in the bed with you? Because he's a cat. <laughs> Someone's been in touch here saying, my missus started crying in her sleep, so I tried to wake her up, tried to console her. She chinned me and knocked me off the bed. She said she was so scared and frightened. Well, that's her excuse from Grumpy. I mean, getting chinned... <laughs> it's, sort of, it's a fine line, that, isn't it? If you wake your wife or your girlfriend up, if you're still in a sleep mode... Yeah, so was the... Chinning him in response to him waking up or trying to console her when she was sad. Because either way, it's not the right reaction. You're just kind of confused, aren't you? You might still be in the dream. You might be like, ah, if you think you're getting eaten by zombies and then you can feel someone right. shaking you awake in your head. 
That's a zombie touching you. Right. So she was crying because of the zombies, you think? I guess it was something... I mean, it was a dream. It could have been anything, couldn't it? It could have been... She could be of, uh, imagining terrible things happening to someone close. It could have been... Um, yeah. My instinct has never been to headbutt somebody, so I think I can't get on board with that. But, but blimey. I you n- okay. you never headbutted someone? <laughs> you haven't lived, mate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> go! Brentford have equalised. It's Fulham 2, Brentford 2. That game, Tony. so many great names. Tony? It's weird when someone has a first name for a surname, isn't it? It is, yeah. I was going to say, who, who, who has that? Tony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that name you just read it out. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I thought, we've we got a different direction. We're talking about this, <laughs> this game a second ago. <laughs> just thought you meant Tony like it was first name. Well done, Tony, mate. <laughs> now, um, I saw this on the internet in the week. Uh, Peru fans really don't like the Australian goalkeeper Andrew Redmayne uh, after he denied them a place at the World Cup with his penalty saves and the way he celebrated. So they let a bull loose on a lookalike of him, which seems really unfair on the lookalike. I mean, it would be unfair on the real guy, but surely it's even harsher to take it on a bloke who just looks like him. Um, some people obviously can't let a grudge go, and they, particularly with football, they really take a dislike to a football and then they just never can get over it. Mm. I still have that with Ronaldo. I can't. Does I can't he, forgive him. I can't. Did, I can't. What, did, did he ever play against Nottingham Forest? No, for for, for the England thing, oh, like when he got right, really yeah. sent off and then winked. Right, yeah. Oh, you can't get over I it. I can't get over it. Was it was never. 18 years ago? Yeah. Right. I, I can't move on. No. I still bear a grudge in football. Right. Cash Bushmichael a bit over the summer when he's like, because football ever come home? I was like... Oh, did he? That. Oh. Is that why he had to leave the country now? Maybe that's why, yeah. That, that, who knows? I now feel bad. I mean, I didn't contact him directly. Or anything. I don't <laughs> sorry, think sorry, I've, I've never acted on any of my football grudges or any others. Um, but text us on 8, 12, 15 if there are any footballers that you just can't... Or, or maybe just in life. But just people? Grudges. Yeah. Grudges. Have you got any grudges against footballers or anyone else? Uh, Chris Moyles. <laughs> the, the radio presenter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? What that? happened? Um, well, you have. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> Just cut it out in the edit. <laughs> what? No, I, um, I was walking through Wimbledon shopping centre, yeah. and I uh, went to the door open, and he was and someone was behind me. I realised it was him. He just walked through, looking at his phone. Didn't thank. Didn't acknowledge oh, me. Stand there. Done. Written off. I can't stand anyone. You know, in in life, you hold a door open for someone. Say thank you. Yeah. If you let someone out at a junction, just basic manners. Yeah, completely. What's, what is awkward, though, is if somebody, you know, if somebody's... Oh, we've got BAR coming up here. If somebody is holds too many doors for you open in a row and you have to sort of change your thanks, you go, oh, thank you. Oh, thanks. Cheers, mate. Cheers. <laughs> you start Sorry running out. Much. You get those four doors, you go, I don't know what I do. Do I start again? <laughs> Ta? <laughs> I mean, bus drivers as well. You know when everyone gets off at the final stop and they say goodbye to everyone? I used to hear that. There was a bus driver in Nottingham, like, but he could, it was amazing. You go, cheers, mate. Thanks very much. See you soon. No worries. No problem. Ta very much. So like, he had about 15, and they were all original. If anyone knows that guy, do text him. But who, I mean, it seems a very negative thing to do this, but given that these Peru fans have let a bull loose on a lookalike, it feels like this is capturing the mood of the planet in some yeah. way. Who would you let a bull loose on? Is that the text in? Yes! <laughs> Who would you let a bull loose on? Jake Lambert struggling to find out what's going on. Here we go. We have two goals. So, Wilfred Zaha, he's got his second goal. It's Palace 2, Villa 1. Whoa. And we have an equaliser. Shea Adams has scored for Southampton. It's Leicester 1, Southampton 1. I think Everton Forest might be the only goalless game in the Premier League so far today. Um, so what was going on there then? What, what, what were you apologising for live on air? 
Oh, did that come through? Oh, I forgot oh, the yeah. mic's right there. Oh, yeah, no, you were fully live to the country, mate. <laughs> well, I, f- I keep forgetting to uh, move my mouse so the screen keeps going black. And then I, I've not been trusted with a password, so someone has to come <laughs> and log in for me. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> but, you know what? It's these rough edges that make the show what it is. Right, yeah. Well, I if you want so. that, then you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely working. Um, someone who says, oh, yeah, that was it. The, someone in Glasgow, to be fair, Ruth was uh, not taken with our conversation earlier about people picking their nose. No, yeah. So she was going to let her ball loose on anyone that he asked to. Exactly. I said, uh, it gave me what we call the full boke. Have you heard that phrase before? No. A good book man means be sick. Oh, really? Yeah. So that gave her the full sick. Yeah, and I guess even using the word boke will make other people say, that makes me feel sick. What, they don't like the word boke? I think it's a good word, isn't it? But it's more, in a way, onomatopoeic, isn't it? It sounds like... Boke. Oh, yeah, it's it almost like, like the noise happening. you make. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've never heard it. We're learning. But you don't go, sick. Do you know what oh. I mean? Like, Boke almost has... I mean, I don't, again, I, I'm digging myself a hole here because talking about these things is making people feel... Oh, I've got to make a point. I've got to make a point. I, uh, we might have a text. It might be from Chris Moyles. You're kidding. Well, no, somebody has text. Say, apologise for the Chris Moyles comment, please. <laughs> I, I, all I would say is, I heard the door open and he didn't say thank you. I, and that's, that's... I only gave you facts. Yeah, I don't... I wonder... Is that, Do you think that might Miles? be Chris Miles. <laughs> I, if it, it is Chris Miles, then if you apologise for not saying sorry, <laughs> I'll apologise for telling the nation. Oh, I do. The beef. I'm really enjoying this. I am mildly worried that that's that we're starting Miles. something that is going to end in court. <laughs> Have you seen that latest text? Can I read this out? I don't know why, what's happened here. Yeah, go on. Someone texts and say, Frank, do you remember the incident with the go to Hallows and College? I think that's someone listening to Frank Skinner's show from earlier. Doesn't right. realise it's not live. It's, given it finished about five hours ago, it's a real oversight. <laughs> now, I, I don't remember the gout. <laughs> oh! Not particularly. <laughs> oh, I love an impression. You know, the only animals I, I tend to remember are the ones that have bitten me. Does that even sound like it? That's Does amazing. It no, I, I love it. I, I think gout... <laughs> it, it, it's a good word to say. I, I, I went to... I don't know if I've ever told you this. I went to Hales Owen College and they had a gout. <laughs> anyway, Texas on 8... Where would you rather live? A, a palace or a villa? What we're garnering from Absolute Radio Sources, Jake Lambert, sounds like Forest are under the cosh. It sounds like it... I've, it brings me no joy to tell you this, but it sounds very much like it. But you held on, which means definitely a point's a good thing. Oh, we've yeah. held on. It's all over. It's all over. It's a shame because you get a late goal like that, you think you're going to win it. But a point on the road when you're newly promoted, I think, isn't bad at all. Oh, I'm so upset. I've got a, 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 The problem is, and this happens in life, doesn't it? Your ambitions very quickly change. You're like, oh, I'd just be happy yep. to stay up. And all of a sudden, because we beat West Ham last Sunday, I'm like, well... I want to win every week now. Yeah, but one all away. I'm happy for you. Thank you very much. I know it's never nice. I've actually always thought about this, that they should change the point system. So if you draw from a uh, losing position, you get two points. And if you draw from a winning position, you get one point. And if it was nil-nil, you both get one point. That's really clever. But you know what? That 
you like American sports, and I think that's a very American mindset. Oh, is it? I mean, that's a compliment. You look gutted. <laughs> oh, is it? It's one of those things where you go, fine, man. What, what is that? Compliment? Insult? It's just, <laughs> some weird information I have to process. Yeah, I think it's like an American thing. we got to get these soccer points more, man. Right, yeah. You score but, late, you get the points, buddy. Well, I'll be honest. If you say anything in an accent, it's going to sound more American. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, love walking on the pavement in uh, the UK. Even if you're saying, obviously, they would say sidewalk. Sidewalk, yeah. I but I said pavement. I, I got in a queue and the side... Um, oh, damn it, I've ruined it already. I'm a fool! That late Everton equaliser has absolutely destroyed me. But just to let you know, the final scores in the Premier League are Spurs 1, Wolves 0. We knew that already. Palace 3, Villa 1, Everton 1, Forest 1. Fulham 3, Brentford 2, Leicester 1, Southampton 2. Jake, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you very much. We have a text that I'd feel bad if we didn't read out quickly. And it says, OK, honey, just on the waterfront, kiss, kiss. Might have been to the wrong person unless... Were you expecting that text? No, I wasn't. Were you? Then it's gone to the wrong person. But it's nice to know. Someone's well, having a lovely time on the waterfront. Someone's about to. Oh, my God. <laughs> you lucky people. Have a great weekend. Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Oh, what an absolute pleasure. Jake, this has been a real privilege. Thank you so much for joining oh, us. Oh, God, thank you for having me. It's it was great. lovely. And so many goals. So many goals. And I think some of the worst roaming reporting I've ever heard from Paul McCaffrey. <laughs> roaming. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would say roving. But I guess roving. roaming's the same thing. Oh, well, thing. I thought it was roaming. Like, roam, do, you, do you roam the streets or rove the streets? I guess you do both. We're going to just look to Gordy now, who's basically our um, broadcasting VAR. You roam the streets... But you rove if you're reporting. Yeah, but Paul was yeah, in the streets. Yeah. He was doing both. It, well, he, he was. was <laughs> he was roaming while he roved. Yeah. Wow. Blimey. This show works on so many levels, man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for downloading it. Jake, thank you for being part of it today. Honestly, thank you for having me. Thank you for telling us about your eyebrow stuff. You're welcome. Slagging off Chris Miles. <laughs> Lending us welcome. illegal hot water. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Bye.